Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' get you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it, Cognac or Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' get you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. Free relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the highest. Brunch with the boys, we the highest. What's going on? It's your boy King Des here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. I'm doing great tonight, gentlemen. How we doing? Jeezy, we good over here, bro. Yeah, hey, really excited. You doing okay, Jen? I didn't hear anything lame come out of your corner, so I don't know if you spoke. No, I, I just okay, all right. said my my intro, but you know, y'all don't give me a boy, Jen. You spank. You ain't you get in the kitchen, Jen, ain't you? You really in the kitchen, ain't you, Jen? I, I'm I'm in the kitchen making stir fry. <laughs> what, we get, what we get in tonight, gentlemen? Talking something that's pretty popular nowadays, interracial dating. Ugh. And we really just want to dig into, you know, both sides of things, or all sides of things, I should say, any problems that you're going to run into, and just the whole overall mindset behind it. I, I found some interesting statistics that I wanted to point out. It said the most common type of intermarriage racial dating Asian is between and white and, uh, no, Hispanic and white, actually. Really? Yeah, they took up for 38% of it. And then oh, next wow. followed after that is Asian and white. Yeah, and those suckers do. And then lastly was black and white. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? People that have you thinking that black and white is the number one thing when it's actually third exactly. on the list. You know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, so we you stay know, there are, there are facts. Well, most days. But the reality is there are a lot of Hispanics. And I was talking to a colleague uh, about this the other day that are trying to pass for white. And they're Hispanic, oh. so they use their la- their middle name as their last name, and, and they they have all kind of tricks or what have you to not let on their true ethnicity. I mean, if your last name Gonzalez, you definitely aren't white. So you know they're going by their middle name and throwing a loops in, and they believe that it will further them along in their careers if they're looked upon as white. So it's real. Yeah. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey, I'm Jason the Bearded Barber, and I'm here to talk to you about my all-natural beard oil and beard bar. I created this to stimulate hair growth and to moisturize your hair. I mean, this is everything you're going to want. This is black Jamaican castor oil. This is jojoba oil. This is vitamin E that's in it. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to do wonders for your skin, for sure. I created these essential oils here, so it's going to have a citrus smell to it. The main reasons why you would want to get this product from me is because it's one of the most affordable ones. A lot of times you see on the market, they're pretty pricey. Treatment done. The bearded barber's oil and the balm. Shit is the truth, yo. Better get right or get left, bitch. Yeah, that's... That's unfortunate. You know, it's unfortunate that people feel like they have to do that. But you know what? That's stuff black folks, and I know we can get back on intellectual dating, but <clears throat> that's stuff black folks have been doing for a while, particularly professionally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having to, they call it code switching, right? Having to, having to be a different person at work in order to feel as though you can be accepted without consequence. You know what I mean? We're not concerned about not being accepted, but if it means our paycheck, we'll do what we need to do to make sure we can take care of our family. And so it's unfortunate anybody feels Thanks. like they have to do that. But I, I would... I would argue that that has to be a dying practice, right? Because, because in the next 20, 30 years, I don't think that shit's going to matter. I don't think it's going to matter at yeah. all. You know what I mean? Everybody's it's not soon. Be mixed so, up. so 
Probably yeah, and, and, and you know a lot of Asians too. A lot of Asians use the the date white, and, and they hope to better their lineage, and, and, and that's their mindset. I've actually while I was watching a documentary, and they touched on this. It wasn't about that, but they were saying, you know, a Asians view white as oh, if I can get a white man, if I can get a white girl, and, and I can better myself, and, and almost better their lineage. So uh, I think it kind of goes deep as to the why, you know, it's kind of hard. See, to us, I feel like the why, why do we date? Why would we date interracial? Why have we? Think about this. Think about how impactful, you know, and I don't want to get all, you know, because this ain't all white folks. I got white folks I'm super cool with. So we're talking generally, though. But think about how powerful white supremacy and brainwashing has to be where you got blacks who have bleached their skin so that they can be lighter. You got Chinese people trying to, trying to purify or, or you know, better their lineage. Chinese people and the Chinese and Africans, if you go back in history, have a storied history of kings, queens, conquest and warriors, much more than the folks in, in England and Scotland, way further back. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it's interesting how efficient that brainwashing has been kind of worldwide, but that's another topic for another day that I actually think we should have because it's, it's a pretty interesting we're topic. Actually, we're kind of we're, we're going we're gonna to touch on it a bit because one of the benefits or one of the reasons that many people view or, or, or go the interracial dating route are for a diverse set of genetics. You know what I mean? So I've heard this ignorantly in growing up around, you know, in predominantly black schools all the time, you know, bald headed assholes talking about I want me a white man so my kids can have that good hair. You know what I mean? So, you know, every race has has really looked at it in that way as far as I mean, I've heard white women say, yeah, I want a baby by a black man. So my my, my daughter has curly hair and, you know, every everyone is viewing the other side is better in so mm -hmm. many ways. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, a, that's, that's an interesting take. You know, it's like you asked the question a, a minute or so ago about what causes people to, to kind of they interracially they're outside the race. And what I would say is. I think I don't necessarily think it has to be I don't necessarily think it has to be a conscious decision to date outside your race. I think what decision is, is you're not going to let skin color determine who you share your time with. And by default, if that means you're open to everybody and somebody outside your race happens to catch your attention, then you would entertain developing that relationship because their skin color doesn't matter. I mean, I say this all the time, and I got a couple of uh, a few black homegirls that are successful women who are in their late thirties, um, who are single and childless. Right. So already, uh, some guy giving them a baby is going to get more difficult and difficult because you know of either a young guy not wanting to to to, to invest in that type of relationship with an older woman or an older guy saying, "I got kids already. I don't want no newborns." Yeah. Right. And what I've told them is, have you have you thought about dating outside your race? And it's like, no, I'm not interested yeah. in white. It's almost like you cursing at them. Yeah. Oh, straight up. But it's like, you don't have nobody, you childless and you lonely. So, like, how like, and listen, I'm not advocating one way or the other, but my point is, is that how particularly with the plight of black men here in America, we know what they is. You know, either they're black men interested in other black men or they got a bunch of kids or they're in jail or the few or the, or the percentage that are not got their choice of women. And I think the, the only thing that I would say to that is people like what they like because of that, 
I believe that that is the main issue. And so, and it's not an issue. It's just a preference deal. I was going to say an issue. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's not an issue, but it's a preference deal. And they like what they like, and they're not going to deter away from what they like. So they will, they're down for the struggle un, 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 until they exhausted all their options. And, and maybe even then, they're still going to prefer being alone. Like some people are oh, stuck yeah. with what they Listen. like. They're not as listen, and, and I hate saying it. They're not open minded or they're closed minded, but they truly just like what they like. And there's nothing wrong with that. Think about this. Think about the world coming to an end, and there are no women left on the earth at all. And it's just you. You, you run into a, a man in the streets, and he's the other only man alive. Now you're sucking dick. Now you're fucking. Now, now you're gay. No, you have a preference. And if you have a preference, you hold true to that regardless of the picking. So while the numbers are low, you know, destated those reasons why, you know, the availability, especially of uh, a black man, you know, is low. And that's why women tend to uh, black women in particular tend to be alone, uh, especially if they don't have that open mind. It's because they have that preference. They're locked in and it, nothing is going to deter them from that. So. My my rebuttal to that is so I don't even have a disagreement, but I'm rebuttaling because we, we have a podcast and I want to spark. <laughs> right. My rebuttal would be the most important things in a relationship, the things that contribute to a healthy, happy relationship. I would argue that skin color isn't in the top five. Right. It's compassion. It's selflessness. It's ambition. It's courtesy. It is it is all of those other things. I could name 30 of them. Right are the, the, the building blocks of a, of a stable relationship. So if in your first five or 10, you wouldn't name skin color, right? As a factor that contributes to a healthy and happy relationship. Yeah. Simply being black, dating another black person don't mean your relationship is healthy and happy. Yeah. So if you list the things that are, that, are, that are characteristics of a healthy, happy relationship and skin color is in one of them, then it, it literally doesn't make sense to use that as an exclusionary reason that millions of possible suitors are not an option to. So, Des, yeah. what about including the aspect that most people get with people because they have things in common? So, from a general relatability and some shit, I'm I'm fucking with this chick solely because you know what she understands me, aka she understands the struggle. They've experienced this similar shit, and therefore, in in that capacity, that's important is general relatability because. You know what? I, I want to fuck with someone that we have things in common. I hear you on that. Here's what I would say, though. As somebody who has experienced what you're talking about, that is a real thing. I understand that completely. And I agree that that happens. What I would say is, but you still can't make it about skin color. That is about background, upbringing and culture. Right. Because what I would tell you is, let's say one of us adopted a little <laughs> white baby right from the Ukraine because they out there killing them babies. From the mountain of Caucasus. Um, So so out there killing them babies, maternity wars. So all of a sudden it's an influx of Ukrainian uh, orphans, right? And we're all in a position. We got a girl, the girl's older, she ain't trying to have a baby. We adopt a little Ukrainian baby. And we raise that little nigga like ours, right? We raise him like ours. We talk to him like, man, get your ass over here, man. Nigga, what you doing? We talk to him like ours. My, my, My argument is that by the time he's 16, 17, he every bit as swaggy as a black girl need they man to be. Yeah. He's no, you're, real, you're real light skinned. You know what I'm saying? But, so is the it, thing is, it is, is go ahead. Go ahead, Gigi. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say that we all want to see ourselves and our children. 
you know? So a lot of times women don't want to settle for a man outside of the race because they ultimately want children, especially if she's 40, no kids and sing like, so she doesn't want to see, she wants to see someone. I know well, that's a risk. Ladies try to get pregnant a few years earlier or just, you know, pray to God. But my, my point is they want to see themselves in it, in, in the child. And obviously, once you cross genetics, you're going to have shared characteristics no matter what the races are. But they want to see a black woman. They want to see a black man. And, and their race is important to them. So I know you stated that but that's not going to be at the top of the list for a healthy relationship. But a relationship's not even on the table if that's not on the list. And that's and that's my concern. Because remember, the, the, the position that I'm taking, I'm actually I'm actually arguing in favor of more opportunities for black women, right? Because yeah. I'll be honest with you, I don't think that black men, and this is interesting, we can get into why this is, and maybe this isn't just about dating, right? But um, I, as a black man, I don't have nearly the same disdain when I see a a, a, a black girl with a white dude. I'm like, hey man, buddy, yeah. must be doing something right, man. Get, get more power yeah. to y'all. I don't, I don't give it a second. Can, can I ask you a quick question on that topic? How yeah. do you, how does the black girl typically look? Is she an attractive black woman? Is she? I would no, tell I've seen you it. this. Go, Go ahead. I would tell you this: if you see a sister with a white man, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. A lot of times, that Keep white man is more of a match for her than what you see these these niggas out here picking up in the streets. The whole, a lot you, of times, you white girls have, we don't be right. I Present company excluded. Present company I, excluded. I know you're an attorney, but you may have found the most political answer right there. <laughs> No, I'm going to keep it real because Des won't say it. Whenever I see, and, and, and I, I shouldn't say it 100%, right? Because I disagree. Go ahead. Never is it different. But many times when I see a black woman with a white man, she's typically not that attractive. I'm not saying she's butto and ugly as shit. I'm just saying most black men wouldn't want her. Most Spanish men wouldn't want her, et cetera, et cetera. So I, 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 I think that's like she's exhausting her measures. You think it's right, geographic, right. bro. I just think that's geographic. I think depending on where you are, go you to know, LA. That is, go yeah, to that's LA. more likely. If you go, go to, to LA, it is bad black girls. It's going to be on the. It's going to be on the other side of the spectrum. If I am I in agree. some podunk yeah, town, right. you where, in Central Florida. Well, yeah, <laughs> don't do Central Florida like that. Um, and he ain't even but, in the good part of this plan. <laughs> you ain't gonna do Central Florida like that. But if if it's more of a podunk town, of course, slimmer pickings. That um, actually but, makes sense. That actually makes yeah. sense. That actually yeah. makes sense. And it's funny when you sit here and talk about that. I was looking at um, some interesting uh, statistics around like the highest rate of intermarriage, like under thirty-five, um, uh, with couples based off the census. And um, you you wouldn't guess, but Florida is around number twelve um, in that at about seventeen uh, percent of interracial uh, marriages. What's not where Hawaii? Hawaii is at number one and yeah, it's solid almost 40%. Anyway, yeah, a yeah, solid 40%, man. And then Oklahoma. You wouldn't think that Oklahoma Spanish would people be white people at number two. But yes, you might yeah. be right. It does border Mexico, so anything is plausible. Yeah. And you like um, to stay in the country. And and anyway. Alaska. Alaska's at number three, bro. Eskimos. Yeah, yeah, they up there. Yeah, they make stuff too. They make when you cold, too. when you cold, you'll fuck anything for heat. You know what I'm saying? Hey! Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm glad y'all brought up demographics though, because that's actually a great point, and I never thought about that. It's just better looking people in LA than there is in Florida. <laughs> no, 
Well, I wouldn't even say Florida. I would say the part of Florida that you are frequently in. <laughs> but, well, straight up, because if you go to Miami, that shit don't hold true. It's bad. And, it's, no, and no, you know what? It's true. Guy. It's it's absolutely true because calling out D on California, they're number 11. So, I mean, that's reasonably high. You know, it's close enough to the top 10. So, I mean, it is just geographic based off of hey, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm going, I'm, I might be going over the place and, and maybe this is a free conversation. But you know what niggas want to talk about what they want to talk about now? It's a free conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know how it goes. You already know how we <laughs> do. Let me ask you a question. I was having this conversation probably like, a, like a, maybe a couple months ago with, with somebody and totally this tangent. At what key, at what point is a person not black enough to freely use nigga? We're going we're going to put out the fact that the European we should never say it because we don't want. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking for the motherfuckers that say nigga. At what yeah. point are you not black enough? Obviously, if you have black, you can still say it. But what if one of your parents is white and the other one's mixed? Can you still come to the court like man, niggas y'all tripping? I think it's gonna come down to how you were raised for one because that had to be influenced. But I say that to say this, if you were raised by someone who was mixed, you know what I mean? You still got nigga in you. You know what I mean? Okay. So if that parent is talking to you and raising you that way, the nigga way, then you're going to be able to say it. And if anyone ever came with you, like, what you mean? My dad got half black. Now, that might not hold true in the hood. <laughs> nigga be like, God damn, your daddy half black? Nigga? Like, that's a quarter. What is that, a quarter? Nigga, like, it's watered down. You know what right. I mean? But I still think you're safe to say it. And, you know, the funny thing is, like, my son is half uh, Spanish and half uh, black, right? And I use that word as fluent as French, right? I mean, I'm talking about I use it frequently. It's probably one of my top words. And he's lived with me in that in that capacity here in that day in, day out. He, I have never once heard him use that word. And I'd like to say, though, it's, that it's so that strange. You really use you don't usually really use the word like that. Oh, you don't I do it like me and Jeezy use it. You oh, don't I use, use it, it like me or hey, I, like you say. I, I hear you say a lot, Jan. You real political. You'll say ninja. I heard you say nickel <laughs> a long time. I, I, like, I was like, I when I, I write you when, for a nickel. When I write it, I put like N I C C A sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I might yeah, not yeah, put so all I, the G's I, in there. I might not put all, I see my text all the time. It might be a hard ER in there. No, you put an ER in there. Yeah, you put the ER in there, we would have been kicked about the group. But no, you've been going real political and soft. So I, I don't know if that is the best example. We, but you I, know what? But Jeezy, but, but to back up Gent, though, so yeah, I'm going to sound crazy, but my son is also yeah. <laughs> have black and have Spanish. And um, here's what I tell you. He don't say it. I, I, I never heard him say it. Well, he I knows he it. can't say it yet because he's still young now. Oh, I and wouldn't care. I don't think you would care, though. Absolutely, I don't think you would care. Do you think I, you would care? I wouldn't. Here's what I would say. I'm not going to might walk my side the head if he's, if it slipped out, but I don't want to freely saying that shit. Of course you don't, especially not now. But I'll right. say this. My son, he's a nigga. I know. I saw, I, I came up on uh, Friday, uh, maybe yesterday, Thursday. And I was like, what's up, man? And he was like, what's up, my N-word? And he thought it was cool. He's yeah. not stupid enough to say nigga. But he right. really is ready to. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he really yeah. thought about yeah. it. He says it with his friends. Uh, right, right, right. Oh, my. And, and probably not because his friends are all Caucasian. So he probably doesn't say it with them. Trick but question. I'm willing to bet he can't wait to use it around some niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you get to high school, he's going to be nigga, nigga, nigga. Bro, uh, yeah. 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 That's interesting. That's all right. Interesting. So let, let's, let's, let's go around and just quickly. I know you all both said you had uh, interracial sons. 
how do you feel about interracial dating when you see it, et cetera? I believe that you like what you like. And so I have zero feelings about seeing an interracial couple in any way, shape or form, because for me, you know, I come from Jamaica, true melting pot, truly homogeneous when it comes to how many people are, are, are mixed in, in this situation. <coughs> then I moved to Miami and then Miami is, I mean, you have everything. I mean, legitimately all cultures. When you're grown in a multicultural environment, this is what you see day in, day out. Like no yeah. different than a, a white dude that's, you know, grew up in the hood uh, around black people is going to assimilate accordingly. Shit. Yeah. I feel like if you in that, you're going to assimilate accordingly. So I have zero feelings. I, and, and that's let, just let what me I ask see you. beauty. Let me ask you a quick question, uh, Des. How do you feel about white women who say, I only date black men? So I got a problem with anybody that says they only date one thing. And, you know, Jen said something and I know what he I know what he's saying. And, yeah. and my, I guess my argument is so Jen says people like what they like. And I agree with that. But what I would say is there's something underlying because I've always said this. Right. So like. For instance, like when I when I when I had my son, the first my mom was like, "So that's who you had a baby with? Like that's what you like, right?" And, and <laughs> kept it real. She as bright as your and, shirt, Jen. You're right. And and, <laughs> and um and he's stupid. And and like my thing was, it was never. I, I said this to. I said it was never about a race thing because yeah. this is the thing about black folks, and that's why I think we can say this. We literally. And first of all, we're the most inclusive race, right? Because if you're a quarter, like that motherfucker I said is the quarter black, white people yeah. are not accepting his ass as white. They'd be like, yeah, no. you black, right? Where, where, where can he, he come? truly light skin and never right. tells anyone. He could come over yeah. here and guess what? We're going to tease him on one end and he's going to book mad bitches on the other end. That's, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Because black people are, and we, we, we got anybody. Motherfucker have black, have Chinese. You like, he black though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my point is, is that if you on color, right? You can find... A light-skinned black girl with curly hair and green or gray eyes with thick lips, black people knows, and she's going to understand the struggle if, if it's just a color thing. So it's I don't think it's just a color thing. And so I think a lot of times, man, like when women say they only date black dudes, my my thing is you're fetishizing black men. Right. Like it is a, it is it is something to obtain. It is it is it is that. Right. Because yeah. why else? And I ask people that say that I got white homegirls that say I only date. So I'm like, so there's. Out of the billions, the hundreds of millions of white men out there, there's not a dope ass white dude that it's, hard, it's hard to believe. Oh hard no, I just that's just not my type. Like your own race, it, it's hard to believe that you wouldn't like your own race. It would be, and, and you see how quick we are to accept that statement, right? Let a nigga say I only uh, uh, date white people. Let, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, nah, man, I'm only like white girls, but he'll get crucified. Well, you know I mean? but so. there's a stigma that's associated with that. But before we go into stigmas or whatever the the, the hell it may look like for for uh, people that date interracial, but I think one of the things, D, why people say I only, I feel like something about that culture, that race, whatever it may be, interests uh-huh. them, peaks an interest that resonates with them in some strange way. Like if I sit here and I say, you know what? I love cigars. That shit piques my interest. Jeezy be like, man, fuck a cigar. Give me, give me that good, 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 good green, right? 
at the end of the day, it's something that piqued sure. my interest in in regards to cigars and my love for versus him. And we grew up in the same household, in the same situation, around the same shit. I think sometimes it's what interests us, and then we just take to that interest sometimes. My thing is this, though. I agree with that. And I think you can you can be completely open to dating another race because there's something that interests you about them, right? Um, the music, the culture. You know, it's interesting. You know, I know brothers that say I only date Spanish girls. I would tell you that the thing that they like most about the Spanish girls are the things that were influenced by the black folks in those in those cultures. Yeah. Right. The music, the shape, the curly hair, the tan skin. That's because they black. Go, go to Spain and look at the Spaniards. They white see, people. To me, Correct. to me, that's why I don't ever get surprised when I even hear a white girl say I only date black men. The black culture has the biggest imprint on society. You know, what I mean, as Agreed. far as what's cool or what's accepted yes. or what have you, we set the tone. So right. it, when I hear that, I try to look past the fact that, man, maybe she just want a nigga up inside of her. And, and and the fact that everywhere she goes, every commercial on TV, et cetera, et cetera, you see more and more examples of how uh, of the imprint that, you know, our culture has placed on society and what's not to like about it. You know, right. that's what you see, you know, because right. uh, two neighbors across the street were working out this morning uh, my neighbor's daughters. And I, I looked outside because I heard loud rap music. I was like, no niggas live around here, but me, you know what right. I mean? So <laughs> when I went right. out there, it's two blonde haired white girls bumping some damn, uh, what's that ugly nigga? Kodak black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the garage working out. So our culture is everywhere. And thus I feel like black men in particular have an in with every race. I don't know how I got here, but I feel like <laughs> we can get every pussy. You know what I'm saying? Because of, Listen, just because of that alone. I, but here's, so I agree with you. My point is, there is, there is no, whether you end up with somebody outside of your race is one thing. That could just be a person that came into your life at the right time that had what you needed. You enjoyed being with them. You consummated that marriage. You got a kid or whatever. And they have to be another race. But to say, and I can tell you this, right? My kids are half Hispanic, but there's no culture that I fancy so much more than black culture. In all its differences, yeah. right? Whether that's African yeah. shit, whether that's Caribbean shit, whether that's Black American shit, Black culture, the diaspora. There's nothing that I that I that I treasure or fancy more. I might think that's interesting and enjoy that also, but not more than my own. And that's my thing when yeah. people say I only. And like I was telling you before, so you telling me this the the right white dude couldn't come around white woman and you and bitches? No, no, no. So to me, I'm like, then you on bullshit. So th- you're telling yeah. me there's no white man in the world that could that could get you to commit to him. No, I don't like white boys. So then it's not about the white thing. It's not because there's a swaggy ass white boy out there. There's an old lumberjack ass nigga. There's a plumber. There's a fireman, a fucking president. A rocker. None nigga- right. Yeah. None of them niggas fit your bill. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. She just want a nigga. She just want a nigga. I don't know. Right. I don't know if we'll ever understand it. I don't know if we'll ever understand that. One thing about interracial dating is you have to be comfortable talking about race within your relationship. So my question to you all, to you both are, uh, do you have to be, do you feel like you can be your truest self when dating outside of your race? Do you feel like you're most comfortable, you know what I mean? Your best, most comfortable version of yourself within that relationship? First off, I think if you are going to date somebody you should feel comfortable enough to be your whole self. I mean, that's how I would normally feel, right? However, I think in the very beginning of the dating process, 
because you may not want to overwhelm them, I think that you may tone yourself down unconsciously, right? But I think as as time, if if the relationship continues to progress um, in a healthy format, like you will start to spoon feed that person more and more of who you are, who you are, which way you are in the culture, little by little to the point where you can be your full self. So I think you have to be able to be yourself. Right? And just what I mean, everybody has their speed. I might be a little bit more all the way the first month or so. Somebody else may take them two or three months to be there. But, but my point is at some point very early in the relationship, you have to be yourself and you have to be comfortable talking about, um, you have to be comfortable talking about racial issues, right? So I'll tell you this. <clears throat> I use this analogy. I think I'll probably it to show, share it with y'all, but with my kids, right? And their mom, right? I tell all the time, you don't have golden retriever puppies. My name ain't Chad. So you didn't get the docile puppies that you could talk to softly and gently guide them in the right direction. Yeah. My people, of which they are half, you need to be strong handed and, and consistent and direct because black folks, and this is across the diaspora, so black folks as a whole, we do not respect timidness or indirectness. Like we'll bring some shit to you, right? We, so we're true. not trying so to talk true. So true. We'll bring some shit to you. So you have to know when you get those relationships and there's a possibility of having kids, you can't raise Junior like you had raised Chad Junior. Deontay Junior yeah. is different. You know what I'm saying? And so you got to have those conversations because I think, because when you're in a loving relationship that isn't a loving relationship simply because of the race, that person may not know a whole bunch about your race, or your culture, because it didn't fucking matter to them. They with your ass yeah. and they got a baby with your ass because they fucking rock with you as a person. And you got to educate them on black people shit. You mentioned something uh, about educating and learning and stuff like that. And that's kind of a part of interracial dating. You will forever be teaching your partner about race. You will forever need to be uh, learning about your partner because of their race. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's never going to stop because there's so much that you don't know. You know. I know nothing about a white cookout. You know, if I go over there and there's they have those raisins they're, they're, they're not called cookouts. They're not called cookouts first salad. and foremost. They're not really? called cookouts. No, please enlighten us, Jen. Please Pitnitz. enlighten us. I'm just saying Pitnitz. they're either called barbecues. You know, no, black folks barbecue too. Get folks get together. Uh, yeah, gatherings. Gatherings. gatherings, small gatherings. Um, okay. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't know what to do. So I shouldn't say I wouldn't know what to do. But I mean, if there's any little intricacies, things that they do, I wouldn't know about it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. And, know and so the learning to, to, to learn. based off based off what you're saying, the learning goes both ways because no doubt, as much no doubt. as Definitely. as much as you have to educate them, they're gonna have to educate you. You're dealing with a country girl from Kentucky. You know, you're going you go, you go to have to understand how they do. I was having this conversation one day. If you're having a, a cookout, we automatically know that anybody that's coming, if we set it at seven o'clock, we know no one's showing up till eight to eight thirty. Right. That, yes, that's that's I was talking to you. Des. Definitely um, you. Yeah, possibly <laughs> nine for you. <laughs> if, if I was talking to someone from the country, they're there early. They they're, they're there to help set up. We ain't doing the setup. Billy Rabbit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like another one that we were t- kind of talking through is like black people, we like to leave with plates when we're about to leave, right? We we might even bring our own Tupperware. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, we ate early. Oh, we got to eat late on. We got to eat late no, on. And, and black people, we will leave 
with the liquor we bought. So if we buy <laughs> this, I hit it. And, and, and exactly. that shit maybe got one cup or one, two cups. Say, oh, nigga taking that Henny home. Why people ain't doing that shit? That's there. Exactly. Oh, I talk, D, I talked to, on the flip side, I was like, so so what are y'all doing? They were, they were like, no, we actually leave all the food for the host. That's not what we doing. You know what I'm saying? Brought so the liquor, no, I, I brought the liquor for the party. The party over and there's still liquor here. You don't need it yeah. no more. The party over. <laughs> <You got laughs> so That's how you think I've it seen black. I've seen black people share their to-go plate before they share the plate they're going to eat while they're there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Solidify I mean, that. Got it. Got it in the corner of the fridge, ready to go when they ready. You know. So, absolutely. So you know I think saying? we. It's an education both ways, and you got to know because if you fucking with, if, if you're gonna fuck with that person, and you're gonna be in their their environment, listen, and you and you venturing into their realm, you got to know that. Hey, listen, the to go plate might need not to go this time. I'm gonna give you guys a perfect example, right? So other cultures use and i'm talking predominantly white but maybe some hispanic coaches as well they call their kids and i've noticed this and maybe it's just me but they're like oh that's my people that work like oh that's my here's my little here are my little monkeys right here are my little monkeys or a little monkey this or little, like little cute names for their kids right so when i when my when my son was younger and and this nigga bright as shit right when my son is younger and somebody is playing with him and like oh hey my little monkey hey dog I turn around. I said, what? Offense, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> dog. And I addressed that shit right there. Dog, I, dog, I was like, hey, no, straight up. We don't. And listen, I said this to this was this. This was a this was my son's mother was this was her people. And I said, I called over. I'm like, hey, yeah, that shit need to get checked right now. I'm going to check it. She's like, what? <laughs> and I told her she was like, oh, no, they didn't mean that. I said, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. that's not happening. Right. That's. And so in retrospect, I immediately got agitated. Like I was about to get confrontational. And then having that conversation, I had to realize that doesn't have the same connotation in terms, right? All I'm thinking is this non-black cursed person calling my son, who, who, who's, who's only half black, right? But it's still my son of me, a monkey. To me, that's never acceptable. That's not yeah. what they were thinking at all. Yeah. They didn't yeah. even have yeah. that in their brain. But though that's education. So I actually told, said that, and then, she had to go educate her people. Like, hey, yeah, that's not really acceptable. Like with with yeah. them, like that's black people. And that's gonna be that can be uncomfortable. You know, that can be uncomfortable for the for the, and, for the wrong nigga, not for me. <laughs> and, and and I think it's very big. You know, when we start talking about interracial dating and long term relationships, the the other family is a, a big factor. You know, will that family accept you? You know, or do their family hate? black people and you're rebelling and you love him and you're going to force their hand and force feed him this nigga shit when he's the one that's going to deal with the ridicule and and, and the harassment and, and what have you. So, you know, I think that's an important aspect. If you're going to consider a serious relationship with someone out of your race, like, does your family like me? How so do they feel about it? I want to speak to that and I'll give Jen an opportunity to speak to that first, but I do want to comment before we move on. I think that's why it's important, man. It's 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 important to 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 really vet out anybody you gonna nut it. I mean, I hate to be blunt, but that's what we do here, right? Men and, men and women alike. If you gonna nut in or allow yourself to be nutted in by someone, you and this is how I'm gonna teach my daughter and my son. Hmm. Assume you could have a baby with them, right? Because yeah. how many mother fucking babies exist on some pure like? How the fuck are you pregnant? Right. So it can always happen. 
right? So assume you have a baby there. And if something happened to you, is that the motherfucker you want to leave your kid with, right? This is, this is, obviously the the, the, the dick takes over the brain sometimes, right? But this is some real shit. Let me tell you why. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of brothers that been out here making babies with these white girls. Hey, I'm all about that life. Do you, boo? And there's some fine baddies out there. So that's not the problem. What I'm saying is, but then you don't stick around and help raise that baby. I ain't saying you got to marry the mama, but now you left this white woman with two or three black babies and your ass is gone. Never to be seen from again. And she has no clue how to raise a black man. No fucking clue whatsoever. And so now yeah. the kid's 16. They're talking about, well, look, look, Jonathan over there, whitewash the shit, fucking nigga, bruh. You only fuck with black people yeah. like that? He has no fucking idea to interact with black people. He been around his his mammy and his pappy and his and his and his white mama his whole life his whole white family he confused as fuck you know what I'm saying he don't know what to do he know the fuck he ain't white but he go around black folks they like yo what the fuck are you and what are you doing over here you lame ass nigga like poor kid <laughs> poor fucking kid and that's yeah. why I'll tell you guys and then I want to talk to you, I want to go back to, to what we're talking about I made it a point with my kids and I make it a point because they're 14 and 12 I make it a point to be extra y'all know me like we regular right. guys we're not we're not a stereotype yeah. right we're regular dudes we like some sophisticated shit and we like some ratchet shit we in the middle i'm almost extra black quote unquote with my kids because yeah. i need them to be comfortable right existing around black folks and there's a lot of biracial and triracial motherfuckers who are not you drop my kids with some black folks right now they're like what's good like what are we doing you know what i'm saying yeah everything but a lot of mixed kids are not that way. And, you, and, and, and that's the, and and you make a good point there, D, because one of the things that you'll you'll actually experience when you're dating interracial or you marry interracial is that you get this new sense of of self, like that you need to, like you almost need to have a stronger sense of your identity of your culture, which is basically what you're saying, right? For the sake, right. Yeah, yeah. For the sake of um, your kids. Sometimes it's for the, the 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 sake of just feeling as if you know that you're not selling out. Sometimes I mean, right. sometimes people have that reaction as well, right? Right, right. But you'll start to experience this this unprofound, this profound sense of just uh, of identifying with your culture, and and that's yeah. also something that comes out of that. Though you know, having those interactions with uh, in an interracial relationship. You know, it's I mean, this is such interesting. This is such an interesting topic because, you know, at the end of the day, and we're, we're arguing on both sides because we're having a discussion, but, you know, I, I sincerely believe this. I believe that life is so short. And one of the most wonderful things that a person can experience is having a genuine love and affectionate relationship with another person. And whether that's man or woman, whatever, you, 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 that's irrelevant, right? Having that connection with another person and not being able to experience that because you've removed yourself from poss- that possible interaction with hundreds of thousands of people based on this, it seems like such a waste and such an unfortunate thing should you not find that person that was truly meant for you because nothing in the Bible says a motherfucker that's meant for you is going to look like you. The Bible don't Preach. say that. The Bible going to say black people, I'm going to send you a black man, white people, I'm going to send you a white man. God said he's going to send you the person <laughs> for you. I'm going to send you the person for you. You have to be ready to receive that blessing. We put on the expectation that the person that God has for me is going to be my same skin color. The Bible doesn't no, say we, that anymore. Yeah, we allowed that societal foolishness <clears throat> to to dictate who we who we deal with. But in the Bible, we're talking about brothers and sisters. It is it is a complete unifying and 
approach to it, right? So, and if I was to give any advice to women unwilling to date outside their race, be open-minded because there's so much to learn and so many different experiences, you know? When I look back, I don't touched every race. Me too. And hit them all. Me you too, most saying? of the time, yeah. It was nice, man. It, it, switching up the differences here, the cultural differences there, the, the food, the language, uh, their approach to you, the way they handle you. I, I, no doubt. It's all no doubt. different. And, and I think throughout those experiences, you find out and you figure out for yourself what you really want. So I agree with you, D, as far as not being tied down to just one race, because you never know what you're going to like. The way black women are culturally versus white, Hispanic, what have you, Asian, the way they treat you is all going to be different. It's all going to be tied to their culture and what have you. The way you were raised may not suit you. You might be a white man and you don't want that country shit. You like some damn macaroni casserole nigga and chitlins. So you might want a black woman. Say I had a coworker who, uh, an older black woman, and she was single. She had one daughter by a black man. 30 years ago, he went to get some milk, never came back type shit. And uh, Granddaddy? And here's... No, but my point of the matter is she remarried 30 some years later when she was in her mid 50s to a white man and said she found the love and happiness of her life. And she never thought she'd ever be with a man that wasn't black. She old enough to remember being called nigger and discriminated against. Right. Yeah. I mean, she might not be that old. She probably like (laughs) 60. You know what I'm saying? 50 something. Which means she was growing up in the 60s. That's true. That's true. And, you know what I'm saying? And to be fair, she she had some issues with drugs at one point. So she could be younger and just look older, you know. Oh, but you know, just keep it real. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to share that, but I just you did, felt like you have to say it, but we, well, we don't know who she is, so it's cool. Because here's my yeah. argument though. Without and this is my earlier argument, which is why it's important to not to not put a, a filter on any blessings that the universe, whatever you believe in, or God, wh- whoever or whatever you believe in, whatever that thing, that entity, that energy has meant for you because here's what I was explaining to you. Who has more in common with you, Jeezy? A black girl from Kansas or a Spanish girl or white girl who grew up in your same neighborhood the same time you did coming up in the 80s and 90s and went to schools you went to, went to the corner stores you went to, was at the park? Who, yeah. who, the black girl from Kansas or the, or the white girl that grew up where you grew up at? Who got more in common with you? you no, know what definitely I mean? the white girl. And, and I think a lot of people need to remember that. I, I, I was watching a TikTok and there was this white, this mixed couple and it was a white girl. And I never heard a white girl sound so black. And I, I kept getting mad like, damn, this bitch trying to be black. And then it, I thought deeper. I was like, man, this whole probably was living around nothing but black. This is all she knew. That's so she's all not she know, trying man. to be something. She is this, you know what I mean? She's white, she but also yep. has a black background as far as her culture, you know what I mean? And the way she was yep. raised. So, well, and real know, quick this, before we move on, because I know we're going to get a comment on this, somebody's going to say, What well, is talking black? Listen, black folks, let's not do that. Let's not do that yeah, because do that. we all know there is a vernacular, <laughs> a way that we speak when we go to work and we're interacting with white folks and others. And then they, a way that black folks talk to themselves culturally things that black dude i was explaining this right when i see a black dude the head nod if you look at the black you hit that head nod and he don't hit it back you're like Yo, you're a fuck nigga because no there's universal an, there's an expectation right no like that's just what it is i don't head nod white guys i don't do that to chinese guys depending on how the spanish guy look i might 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? So gotta have some so, pigmentation. Got it. Yeah, he gotta be bronze or something. If he just he if he Venezuelan, we don't we don't do that. But uh the it just Rican, be hard to tell is what our point is, <laughs> listeners. Correct, correct, correct. It's hard correct. to tell, you know. That's but what yeah, I'm saying, because they're a little bit more light skinned. But my point is is yeah, yeah, man. So all right, let's just talk about a couple problems with interracial dating. Communication would probably be the biggest one. Des and I of you and I have both in the past dated women who didn't speak English as their main language and spoke Indeed. very little uh, English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been difficult to maintain a long-term relationship with them knowing, I mean, I see it on 90 Day Fiance and Married at First Sight and all this stuff. It's like you're having to use an app to talk through your phone. And you need a translator to, to, to communicate big issues. Yeah. But there are couples that are trying to make it work you know even through those language barriers is that something you i mean would, would ever consider doing no doubt i don't you understand gotta be how you can be with someone that doesn't speak the same language but you, it happens. listen you can't have a full relationship if you can't talk to the person i think the, the caveat to that is if you meet somebody and you guys establish that you have a lot of the same interest and a lot of the things or you have a, a predominant interest that is that is really a big part of your life and you guys share that it could be it could be a white guy or a black guy matter of fact I know a buddy of mine who's an engineer who did this, right? His um he was working in Puerto Rico. And when he was in Puerto Rico, he um he picked up like in his free time, he was working it. So he's like, I'm gonna learn how to salsa dance, right? So yeah. he ended up moving back to the States and he started going to salsa clubs because he enjoyed the dancing. I mean, he he a black dude, he don't speak Spanish, he's not trying to learn none of that shit. He ended up meeting a woman in there who knew very little English. But they both had a predominant love. I mean, they were all going, they were going out dancing three, four nights a week. They were taking classes together and they ended up having a relationship. And at first, the communication was difficult. He made it a point to learn Spanish and get better at that. He still ain't that great. And she made it a point to get better at English. Perfect and, example. And, and that relationship has grown. But I would argue that there has to be a desire and not just on one person learning other motherfucking and, language. Yeah, That's it self- has to be a test. And and I say that because you know my my ex uh, father in law black dude from the islands at the end of the day did not speak English English I said English um, did not speak English and he was you know major league baseball player whatever the case may be the woman that he decided to be with was straight from Venezuela spoke absolutely no English and they made it work he ended up learning Spanish completely to be with her had several kids. But she, on the other hand, D, never took the time to learn English. To learn any and, English. Fair and, and, and so and that may very flag, well. And, and that was, no, I'm just saying such a red flag. They're no longer together um, today, but such a huge red flag that, OK, this is a you're getting one sided energy and not getting anything in return. Yeah. So that it, it's, it's unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. One sided effort for sure. You have two children who are black, right? Pure, pure Negroes, pure Negroes. Right. right, right. Nobody's pure, but close enough, right? So, like, my question would be, and we can say this to the end because we can ask it to all of us, but how would you feel? I mean, and it's probably a little different for Jet because we have biracial kids, but for you, would you be comfortable with your daughter bringing home a Chinese man or your, your son bringing home an Israeli or... Like, would you be perfectly okay with that? Well, I, you, I, I bet you she fine if she is. I bet you she bad, bad. That's Wonder yeah, Woman. Wonder Woman's Israeli, by the way. If yeah, she, she bad like that, Gal Gadot. If she bad like that, yeah. please take, please, son. Please, invite her to every family function. Your, um, your daughter bring home a Chinese man. 
I actually wouldn't be bothered for for one. Okay. I'm not the one fucking him, so you know, good luck with that. Oh, you know, down the road. And, and I'm speaking oh, again oh, when my right. kids are older because my daughter's safe until 18. They go, that's the plan. That's but, right. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't want anybody to say shit otherwise when a kidney's getting fat. Okay, I didn't say nothing, man. All right, just so we're clear. But yeah, if my daughter's an adult, she's come home 18, 19 from college, and she brings an Asian. I don't give two shits. I like, I like pussy of all flavors, nigga. And I don't hit it all, like I said. So I would actually almost expect her to be open to different races because I've never shown her or expressed to her, hey, make sure you bring a nigga. And remember when we were young, a lot of black uh, parents were, hey, if they can't use your comb, don't bring them home and saying right, foolish right, right. things like that. So they were always trying to deter us from even looking outside of our race. You know, I've never done that with my kids. And I've always had them in, you know, great neighborhoods where they are the minority and it's a predominantly white or Asian uh, environment. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Would their black mother totally feel the cool. same way? I do not believe that she would. Um, I I do not believe that she would at all. In fact, she probably doesn't like the fact that I would hit a white hoe. I would. Hit a white hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and because sometimes women are weird in that way. Like, oh, if you like Spanish women, does that mean you wanted to be with a Spanish woman? So that means you never wanted to be with me. And like you can't like Spanish. multiple, right? Yeah, they go down this deep dark alley from one one fact and, and they make so much else around it true so no nah, again i have no preference per se at all so it wouldn't bother me at all in fact i i would expect my kids to be open to anything and my son's dating um uh, they're usually hispanic you know what i mean it's he he, he did cross over to the the, the caucasian he had him a uh Man, I don't know if he had a black girl yet, though. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But um, Hispanic, but again, that speaks to the schools that they're in, where they're a minority, and there are not many black people in the school. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? What do your kids identify as? What do they say they are? Now they all identify as black. I mean, when they were kids, which is another potential, I wouldn't call it con, but something that you got to be aware of. When you have interracial kids, that they struggle with their identity a little bit and kind of who are they and and how should they be because they don't fit in one particular societal bucket. Because, like, my son, like, and then when he was young, you know, this mother brought the FCAT back and I'm looking at the FCAT results and this motherfucker indicated that he was American Indian. And I was like, motherfucker, like, you're black. I got a little bit confused. Uh, you know, I was in That's a situation funny. I didn't I didn't know what to do. And and I panicked and I put that like I was I'm like, dude, you. you have a fucking black father and and a and a, and a Hispanic mother like you could have hit two races at least. But like their level of confusion is there. And it, until they kind of grow older and then they kind of find themselves and who they are in adulthood, then they kind of identify who, with what they feel like identifying with. Yeah, geez, let me ask you a question, because I. Because the answer to my, my answer is different for my kids. And my question to you would be, do you think so? Like, if you ask my kids what they are, they'll tell you they're mixed. Yeah, they'll say they're mixed. They don't say that they're black. Now, they know it, when the war start, what side they got to fight on. But if you just ask them right you now, hope. you hope you hope. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's established. The question yeah. is to their mother, where are your allegiances? Right. <laughs> the kids know. So my question is, 
you know, at first, my my brother had said something to me. They'd be like, "Well, you know, you like, you like my, my son was like, "No, nah, I'm I'm mixed." My brother said, "Nigga, you, <laughs> you black. yeah, you black, right?" But and I used to say that, right? But somebody, a friend of mine, had a conversation with me where they said, "I don't understand because both of my parents were black. I've never yeah. had to decide where I fit or what I am." Correct. But it, yeah. but it is. It is. I think it is. I think it's a bit disrespectful. And I don't like to use the word disrespectful, but somebody told me it's disrespectful to ask a kid who has one black parent and not one black parent to say that they're black and completely disregard the motherfucker that's raising them too. Yeah. Who you identify right? with. Yeah. Um, but, but I, from my understanding, you take your father's ethnicity. Nigga, based on what? Where at, nigga? Why I feel I mean, the, shit? Yeah, the one-eighth rule has been gone since, like, <laughs> the 1800s, you know, mid-1800s. Yeah, that shit don't mean nothing. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't have to do it like that no more. Some would take that as offense, Des, hearing your kids say they're mixed. Like you're ashamed. No, that's my point. And the reality is, that's my point. Society views you as black, so you saying you're mixed is unless you're creating a little box for yourself to say you're not this nor you're not that. But the fact of the reality is, they are black. Like I don't have a parent that's not black, so I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what that is. But what I would say is, is how society views you is not necessarily have to, how you have to identify yourself. Society's view of me is a big ass nigga that should be a personal trainer or playing football, not an attorney who's an executive at a hospital system. Right. That's what society says about me. But I don't give a fuck. Right. Society says that you should be polite and not be too loud or aggressive or draw attention to yourself. Once again, I don't give a fuck. I think there's something here. There's a nuance. And this is what I try to tell my kids. It's fine for you to say mix. And when you fill out stuff, it's fine to say, yo, I'm biracial, two races. That, that's just cool. Because that's actually your truth. That is accurate. But know the situations you win when you say those things. And I got mixed friends that would be like, yo, like I'm biracial. But like when I need to be, I'm black, black. Like we ain't no, yeah. if I need to be clear about where my allegiances lie is my point. Make no mistake about it. Just to piggyback off of that, whether it was the kids or you're in an inter, um, interracial relationship, I think you're going to always struggle with living with the assumptions of everyone around you. Because you think your son's a, had that, Jet? Yeah. Whether it's a, your son, even me being in an interracial relationship, and I've been in, in a few interracial relationships. We know. We know what you um, like, Google. Don't do me like that, okay? We know. Um, we know. But hey. you, do, you are living with the assumptions of everyone around you. And at the end of the day, what you said today is like, I don't give a fuck, right? I'm going to do me. For a successful relationship, that's the way you got to look at it. Or you're going to fucking fail any way you go. Because if you're allowing everyone to dictate what's happening around you, you're going to miss out on a wonderful opportunity to be with somebody. And and even for your kids, they're going to be missing out on an opportunity to to really be themselves and it's going to just it's going to low-key destroy them over time you guys know who dr umar johnson is right if you guys heard dr umar johnson Mm -hmm. he said something to me and i was like you know i like listening to him because i think some of the stuff i don't agree with but some of the stuff i think is very powerful for black folks to hear but he said they asked him dr umar because he doesn't believe in interracial interracial marriages he's like it's the it's the killing and the decimation of the black family and this was planned by the man and all this other shit right which you know, whatever. I think some people, I think some brothers and sisters date white people for the wrong reasons. And I think some brothers and sisters get with people outside their race because that's who the fuck they was really digging when they got with them. Mm-hmm. But what he said was they asked him what he thought about mixed people. He said, if they identify as black, then we accept them. 
But if they identify as anything other than black, meaning biracial, this, that, then we don't accept them. And I thought that was an interesting. Ignorant because, ass statement. That's well, what because it is. What you're saying is it's not based on what they actually are. It's based on what they think they are. Right. So it's, it was just that I don't have an opinion on it either way, because once again, I ain't mixed. So I don't give a fuck. Right. But it was, I thought it was an interesting perspective. If they say they're black, then we accept them. But if they say they're biracial, then they're not for the cause and we don't accept them. And I thought, I, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. And you know what it would have been really profound today is to have a mixed race person because we got two, we got three black people on here talking about, you know, yeah. that, that type of shit, but that might be interesting. We get a, have, and we got right? a white, and we get a white and Asian hole on here too. I appreciate it. Are they really mixed? I don't think they're. I don't consider them mixed, dog. That's I think no, those aren't mixed. Those are just. Yeah, those aren't interracial. Man. Sure. Those, those are spicy white people. Right yeah, yeah. Those are just spicy white people. Up. Anything with black. Dog. All right. So yeah. So before we get out of here, I just want to talk about the unwanted attention and/or public harassment that you can receive when dating interracially. For the most part, many people still don't accept interracial dating. And I've told you this before, uh, both of you, that when I was dating, you know, a white girl in particular, because Spanish to me, they kind of relate more to the black culture. You know, um, even dating an Asian, it doesn't seem like you're doing anything, quote unquote, wrong. It just seems like you're dating another minority. Minorities date minorities, exactly what it is, right? Minorities date minorities. But when you date a white woman, again, from a black man's perspective, you get a lot of looks in the street. You know, you get a lot of looks of disapprove, uh, 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 disproving looks and, 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 you know, just judgmental looks in general. And I just wonder if you guys ever dealt with that. And I've, I've gotten it. I've gotten it with white. I've gotten it with Hispanic. I don't think it really matters to yeah. uh, and, and they're typically black women. I'm going to be honest. With oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I've never seen a white woman mad that you're dating a white a white woman. I've never I mean, seen oh, no, they they, no, they are. No, no, I'm, no. They I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I'm just saying they I've absolute, never seen They it. absolutely exist. What they they whisper. They whisper. I was the just black about girl to coming up to you. A black girl is going to literally. I remember I was, in, had I was back in Gainesville. I had my son with me, his mom, and I was walking through the movie theater and two black girls stopped me and was like, for real, that's what you're doing? Dog, and I was just like, I was like, me, bro. I was like the audacity. And I told, and I told her like, you better get the fuck out of my face right now. I was handling with aggression, but the reality is you'll, you'll get that on the other side. Um, however, it's just going to be the stare. It's going to be the whispers, but man, it's from, from sometimes from our own black women, man, they, they they'll voice sometimes boisterously. all the time. Dog. I almost folded when the black girl came at me and I was holding her, the, the white girl's hand. Right. And, I wasn't even feeling the white girl. Like I was ready to be, I, I knew after that night I was never going to see her again, but I was with her. You know what I mean? And I was holding her hand and a black girl walked by us and she, she stopped. She looked deep into my soul and was like, really? She stopped. She stopped and was like, really? And, and, and I shit y'all not right. This is, I was young. So you let, you let go of her hand, did you? You let her go of her hand, no, didn't I, you? I, I didn't let go of her hand, or maybe I mentally did. you did. Mentally you mentally did. I did. But what I did do was I apologized. I was like, "Oh my bad, my bad." <laughs> like, like oh, I did what you wrong because I I I, I didn't like the conviction oh, she brought upon my heart. And it was so bad because, and, and and this is what made me wonder early, like, could I really be in a serious relationship with a white woman? Because again, I was raised to believe Spanish, Asian minorities are like me, so that. There was no real issue, 
you know what I mean? So when it came to white women, it, a stigma was in my head that black women put there, you know, from our own race, like you're doing something wrong because you're not with someone that's colored. You, you know what I mean? Keep, that's, listen, you got to keep my, so first thing, yeah, I mean, I've dated, I've dated outside my race multiple times. I've dated t- tons of black girls and, and, and white girls and Spanish girls and everything else. I will tell you, I don't really see the looks anymore because I don't really, yeah. I don't really like I don't really pay attention to it, right? The second thing is you have to, to me, that only that that only stings if I'm not dating. That would only sting me if I wasn't with her for the right reasons. If I'm with her because she's a dope person, like we laugh together, we like to cook, we like to go to the yeah. gym and exercise together and do shit, then I would be, I, unless some black girl says shit to me, I'd be like, yo, you ain't got shit on her. So what you talking about? Yeah. What you doing with your life? You, based on your reasoning, then yeah, I was right to feel that way because I had no good intentions with her. Oh, and, yeah, and you exactly. was on bullshit. I didn't like I her that much. I was just about to say, you, you on bullshit. I didn't like her That's that right, much. I was, no, <laughs> she had rubbed me so wrong, wrong that night. I was ready to just be done with every white world. Like, she was a bad vibe, you know you, what I'm saying? So listen, you're right. You And you got to be, when I was first with my kid's mom, and we would go out, I'd be like, you know, like everybody looking at us. And like, she'd be like, like, why the fuck do you care? You don't even know those people. Yeah. Right. And I'd be like, no, nah, I don't know for her. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll no. go in, I'll go in. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Cause I was young. Though. I was young. Like, like early yeah. 20s. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, I'll go in. The, you, y'all going to get the table. I'm going to go ahead and park. <laughs> oh no, not you know that what I'm one. Saying? So I, go so ahead. I not to go ahead of me. <laughs> so, I could, so I could just walk in and sit at the booth. And then after a while, like particularly, and that was when we were dating. After we had the kids, I was like, yo, this is my fucking, this is my, this is my family. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. Like I'll confront, I'll, it's because it's not brother, Anybody. so I can't even say that. I'll have a back and forth with a black lady if she feel like, she and she picked the wrong nigga because I ain't, I got yeah. words for you. I would stand up for what I felt was important in my life. But if I was just on some like, man, this white girl got a fat ass and some sisters came to me like, for real, I might be like, man, her ass fat as shit though. Y'all, y'all don't see it yeah, though? Yeah, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> Man, yeah, you were bad. still trying to figure but, out who you were as an individual and what you stood for. Like, and then later on in life, it's it it is what it is. I think people make it a bigger issue um, than it really actually is, and and that's my take on it. And how you react to that is how you react to that. And so, and it and that reaction is going to change based off of you, both of your examples from when you were a young man trying to understand what it oh, is yeah. until it is right now, no. right? So you wouldn't give a fuck right now. And I don't even know why girls get so mad, black women, you know? I was yes, you do, nigga. Girl. We've talked about it. I, yes, well, yes and no, but I don't because I was uh, talking to my homegirl and she was in a, in Jamaica for a wedding mm-hmm. and she gets there and she, and she messaged me on WhatsApp and she was like, Jeezy, all of my husband's friends who are all black, all married white women, all five of them. And she was like, this is super weird, right? Like, what are the odds of them all dating white men? So the first thing I asked her was, are they very educated and successful? She was like, yeah, extremely educated, successful, all doing well. I said, they are, are they attractive men? She was like, no, not really. I said, well, then there it is. These were some lame ass niggas who couldn't get, no, no, seriously. Who yeah. were being overlooked by their own kind of sisters so walking by, like nigga, that lame ass nigga, da, da, da. Yep. And, and, and they never gave him a chance. And no now way. he's doing well. He doesn't look at that woman that shunned him. He's looking at the white woman who always welcomed him with open arms because that's who loved him. That's who accepted yep. him. 
they had no choice. And now that, you know, I'm good and now I'm looking handsome, right? Because I got money. I fixed my teeth. I got a good wardrobe. I'm still Mm -hmm. low key ugly, but everything about me is so groomed. I'm handsome. Now you want to be with me. No, ho. Yeah. I, I had Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. Now, all okay, Mike Jones. Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. But I tell you, uh, someone shared a story about their son as well. And they said they only dated white women. And I was like, why do you think he only dates white women? And, and, and she said, well, I asked him that. And he told me it went all the way back to when he was uh, a kid. And he said... Black girls would just mistreat him, talk about him, make fun of him, all this type of stuff. When he formulated who he fucks with, he's like, I never received that from from white women. So therefore, it it goes all the way even back there. Like to your point where you're sitting here talking about, oh, they were just lame. They were shunned. They were they were somehow mistreated. Therefore, they had to take another avenue. They had to take a detour. That is real shit. No, you hear men say all the time, in particular, men who don't have a lot of options. When you ask them what kind of women they like, they say, I like who likes me. Mm. So w- what do you want from these men who <laughs> who never got a shot from you? You, you, you? you talk shit about them and now they go get a white woman and, and, and they do something with their lives. And now you're like, he's a sellout and I'm mad at him. No, you should be yeah. mad at yourself, dumb hoe. You don't you don't know what potential looks <laughs> like. You, and you she never wanted the dope ran boy. a long game once. Yeah. She wanted she the wanted dope boy with the Hellcat, with the with the with the curly dreads and the, and the, and the, don't look at this. This is a small chain because I'm a regular nigga, but with the big goofy <laughs> chain on, you know what I'm saying? Grilled that's out. You know what I'm saying? That's she what, wants the blackest black man she can get. That's and, what they and, want. And now it don't work for your and life. It, let me just tell you, wrong. G. And, and it's wrong. always a phase, though. It's always a phase because they do that, they do that for a while. And I'm telling you, once it, none of those situations work out, which they barely ever do, then right. they were like, I just want a regular man. I just then they got two or three kids, though. I just want right. someone who's nice and, and chill. He ain't trying to be out in the streets. Everything that they shunned prior to that, they want it now. Because now, you know, they no longer got that on the on the table. So all the shit we said, I'm super open. My kids are biracial. I think you should. I've dated black women. I, I dated a black girl. I was like, I'm going to marry her. And then, like, a couple years later, I dated somebody who's Hispanic. I was like, I'm going to marry her. And I ended up doing that, right? So, like, so... To me, it wasn't about race, but I would tell you, you know, there's somebody for everyone, man. And that's really what this topic is about to me. Just finding the right person for you and not focusing on the race, because at the end of the day, all you're really looking for is compatibility. You know what I mean? A connection, understanding, acceptance. Exactly. So, Regardless of the race, you know, none of that shit is going to factor in. Um, I say just be open to whatever. You know what I mean? And and one thing I want us to touch on real quick. And I want your your opinions before we wrap up gender roles within when, when it comes to race. I think a lot of men factor that in. Filipino women have been known to be very submissive and, and family oriented and, and catering to their man. And there are men who thus go to, uh, to the Philippines or Thailand to find an Asian woman that will suit that. And I think when we, when we okay. look at interracial dating, that is OK. That is okay because you know you need that level of nurturing. That's that's what he needs. Give it best to you. Yeah. So you you do have to find what you need for you, but there are different options in different ways. You don't like the way a black man talks to you. Every once in a while, he call you a hoe while you fucking you and and, and shit. You don't like that. Go get you an Asian man. He 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 won't do that. You know what I'm saying? You might not feel the dick, but he'll be all right. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, and he'll and he'll be fine with that. But I'm just saying, I, I think you're making a good play point. a factor. 
into. I know. I think you're making a fantastic point because no doubt, no doubt, it's 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 all about what you're what you're looking for. There are men who want to like uh, a, a an aggressive, strong, domineering woman. Like go black like or Spanish. The, yeah, they <laughs> they like that black. They like that back and forth. They love they love the back. Oh, and go forth black and then. Go black for yeah. sure. Yeah, go yeah, sure. and and to be honest with you, that makes them feel alive. I mean, it really is Baskin Robbins. You, Robbins, you got thirty one flavors. Choose the one that works for you, bro. That's all it is. Try them that all. Mocha, first. That mocha almond fudge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Take a little sample. Take your little sample spoon I, and do a little bit I of everything. Try them all first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ladies, yeah. don't try them all though. You you be a you host. can't try you all. Go, yeah. Why? Because yeah, you got to go about it differently. Why? Because of the stereotype? Because the stereotypes associated well, with someone? I, I, yeah, if you do it at all naturally, right? And, oh, you mean a white guy, yeah, Asian, whatever, whatever, you know, do your thing. But going out of your way to just hit every race, that's some hope. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's and that's from a man or a woman. So yeah. I just want to be clear. People say this shit all the time. And I know I throw the term hoe around very loosely, hoe. But the reality is men are hoes too, you know? And, and I, I never really go deep into this but men have whole activities and hoish ways as well so i i don't want to make it seem like i'm saying oh you're a woman doing this you're a hoe no if a man hits 31 different hoes too i mean damn he a hoe as well yeah you know you still keep winning but you know you're a hoe you you just you just you just changed the whole stereotype back. You just like he low key. But winning. see, dog, but that stereotype really—it's never gonna go away. You're you're rarely gonna hear a man say, "I take pride in knowing that I've only been with two people." You're probably not gonna hear many men say that. And now He's there are a lot of mature. You'll men. never hear him say it. He's embarrassed. Exactly, and there's a lot of mature men who don't believe quantity is 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 the goal. Who don't believe quantity is something to be proud of and, and they seek quality but even that nigga there he don't want to be the one that said he only had two hoes you know every nigga want to love something something well you, you, know, listen, at the end of the day, you want to fuck something man like that's just a natural yeah. male thing like it's not about anything else you want to throw you, you do you want to be married do you want to be in a long-term relationship with thoughts of man i wish i would have tried that if that's not the only reason you should really explore. It should be that because you don't want to see a fine ass white man on the TV, ladies, one day and be like, man, here I am with this black husband. I love him. My black king. But I wonder what that white cock feels like. Uh, hey, go and sit on one before you say I do. I don't know why you no, didn't use don't, the word dick, but I no, see, I see that you're saying. My guy said C-A-W-K. Dog, they say cock dog, and 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 I I, I used to love that shit. Like, yeah, low key, I can tell you got cock. excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, no, don't call it a dick, girl. Call it cock. You yeah. white, don't do that. <laughs> I, I can I can see this going south. We're going eighty five yeah, south. <laughs> Real quick, I don't even know what we're talking about. Stupid. Hey uh, man, but date who you want to. Make sure it's for the right reasons. But yeah. black, blue, yellow, all of that, man. You know, man. none of that matters. Love it. I, would hey, man, some, I would take some alien booty too. Yeah, go ahead. That's nasty. But listen, we we want to. Um, <laughs> they give you a disease God. you don't even know how to cure. You don't even know what a disease. <laughs> nah, we got them here. Here, but, boy. man. They, like Jeezy said, man, they who you want, man. Live your life. Life is too short. Yeah. My dad told me it's a long time. Seventeen years old when I came when I moved down to Florida. And he told me life is too short to live it for others. That's exactly mm. what he told me. And I, I, that's one of the things, profound things he's ever said to me. And I remember to this day, because, you know, when I was a kid, you want to please your parents. You want to do this. You want to do that. 
And I took that with me. Life is too short to please others. You have responsibilities when you have a significant other, when you have kids and things, but you always, always have to keep yourself at the top of that list. Because if you are not right, you can't be right for nobody else. And that goes with your love life and your relationships. So date who you want to date, your racist parents, your bigoted siblings, when they not here, you still are and you got to live your life. Yeah. So live it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Well, shoot, I, I can't follow up behind that. So I'm just going to close it off by saying brunch with the boys. Hey, find us on all the socials, Facebook, brunch with the boys, Instagram, brunch with boys, TikTok, brunch with the boys as well. And uh, Twitter, uh, brunch underscore boys. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, all podcast platforms. We out you. And don't forget hey. brunch with the boys dot com. Comment. We listen. I enjoy, and maybe I need to comment more. I enjoy reading the comments, the conversations, and things that go into some of our some of our um, episodes. It really helps us to see what you guys think. Um, and if you think we should do something like this and have a broader conversation, where we bring on maybe some biracial a biracial guest, maybe a black woman to speak on this, a white woman who likes black men or something else. If we need to open this up, let us know about this because we really, you know, we we talk a lot about relationships and a lot of times the things we talk about are sexual because we like sex. But we're very, very capable of talking about other things and other aspects of relationships and how society impacts those things. And so we really want to hear from you guys. We appreciate you, our listeners. And if you listen, tell one of your friends to listen to. We love you. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Coffee and brunch. We can have our conversations over coffee and brunch. Ha. 